Hey everybody, it's Thursday night and it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast. I'm your host, Jake. And I'm Riff. And I'm Hot Stuff. Spooky Hot Stuff, or just like sort of making weird throat wanks hot stuff throat was that wings? did you do that with just by modulating your voice or did you do it with your hand i shook my entire head thank you very much wow oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah that's the only way to say no to things <laughs> True. uh i'm in i'm in arizona with riff in our weird uh, pillow fortress studio yeah it only has a little bit more garbage in it than it did when i left that's right uh, it has some garbage that i left here this uh this fallen soldier this this empty can of pabst <laughs> blue ribbon Aww. sitting here all the, I all left the your since... side of the table just as you left it, Zach. <laughs> Litter, littered with empty beer cans. Uh, I have a full beer can in front of me. And nice. Soon, what kind soon of... it will be litter. Uh, uh, what is it? It's Back in Black by... Amy 20, Winehouse? Tw- Are you sure that isn't a wine can? 21st Amendment Brewery. Amy Wine Can. Um, how have you been? Uh, have you been Riff? Have you been hot stuff? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, Riff's been drinking some Monstar energy beverage. Oh, seriously, is it? Is this like the diet Monstar double yeah, zero, caffeine? Yeah, it's zero calories. Zero ultra. It's the one in the white can, which is pretty tasty, actually. I don't believe you. I think it probably still to, tastes like but... that butt gum. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what does butt gum taste like? Yeah, it's gum and a butt. What do you think it tastes like? Tastes like how tastes did like you Red find Bull. this out? <laughs> yeah, it's imagination. It's the power of my imagination. What about you, hot stuff? How's yeah. your beer, and how has your week? Uh, my beer is good. I've I've gotten sort of into a black IPA kick. I think it's uh it's my new go to uh sort of style. You've been in a black mood. Uh, yeah, kind of actually. It's it's sad being out here, keeping keeping your cat company. It's like it's like lonely towns. Oh, is it because you miss me or because you just, the cat makes you sad? <laughs> uh, a little bit of both. <laughs> huh, okay. The cat, the cat wants way more attention than I can possibly give it, which is sad. Yeah. So. Well, uh, I'll be back make soon. A, make a pillow, Zach. Yeah, I should make a or pillow, Or like a Zach. wire, Zach, like those monkey experiments. Or as, uh, you could make a Zach out of my hair. You could just w- uh, wad up a bunch of my hair into the shape and size of me. Yeah. Uh-huh. There should be some in the shower drain if you want to get started on that project while I'm gone. That sounds um, awful. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, that's why I wanted to subject you to it. How's San Francisco in my absence? Is everything falling apart? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of things exploding and stuff. Have you guys had a the big one? We have not had a, a the big one. Um, but there's still some time before you get back to, to have that happen in your absence. I keep okay. expecting it to happen. Like, I keep... I'm like walking down the street. I'm like, okay, I'm ready for it. <laughs> Every once in a while, I walk out on the porch at uh, at the office, and I think this is where I would want to be standing because I would get to see downtown oh, dance. Fall, fall, fall into and pieces. this yeah. is a fairly short building with no tall buildings around it. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't okay. know about our apartment. You know, that's new it was, construction. It was probably it, made yeah. very cheaply. Well, no, but it was made after all the regulations were in place about... I would say it was made after all of the regulations were were beginning to be ignored because <laughs> there hadn't been an earthquake had in used to decades. It. Huh. They're skimping even on the, the giant springs they're supposed to put underneath the foundation. Even, what was it, 87 when the bridge got fucked up? Uh, even that one was just a memory to the people who built our apartment. I mean, the bridge at this point is just a memory. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It's like falling apart like 
eternal sunshine style Everyone every time you drive past drive it there's more the of memory it missing of a bridge well no you're driving across a new bridge and you're oh. looking at the memory of a bridge as the memory slowly fades as giant cranes drive out onto precarious precipices and like take some of the precipice home with them <laughs> super <laughs> fucked up it's like just disappearing from the middle, which is, I guess, how you would want to do it. Yeah, I was just going to say, is there going to be the one guy in his crane trapped in the middle, like painted into a corner, so to speak? Oh, yeah. They get they started dismantling it from both ends, and yeah. then they were like, well, fuck, now we have to helicopter all the cranes in, which sucks. And also, what are we going to do when we get to the last section? Um, I'll just helicopter that away. Okay. They have to have divers go down with bombs. <laughs> Mm. So anyway, that's all. That's the going on in San Francisco while I'm gone. You guys, I think I came up with a pretty awesome plan. Instead of driving back through Los Angeles, which sucks butts, I think I might drive back through Las Vegas. Hmm. Huh. Uh, it adds a couple hours to the trip, but it also <laughs> uh, subtracts a few hundred dollars from the trip. <laughs> so in a way, it all evens out. You could you could stop and uh, and check on your favorite uh, 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 Fallout New Vegas. Landmarks. Landmarks. I could, yeah. I could go. Uh, I could go say hello to my old friend that Ghostbusters slot machine. It's <laughs> pretty good. I could drive across uh, Hoover Dam without even knowing it now because you don't have to drive across Hoover Dam anymore. Oh, is it I guess like not driving nearby? across the dam is not the same as driving across it without knowing it. Yeah, you're on a. You can't even really see it from the road anymore. Oh, weird. Um, they, oh, because they, they didn't built... want somebody to like stop and like fire a rocket launcher at it or something. I, I don't know. <laughs> it, it could be that you would be able to see it if you were in a taller car. But I remember driving across the dam for years and years and years, looking up at where that road was, and it was so high up, and the top of the dam was already so high up that it was it was dizzying to just imagine a road being there. But then you drive across it, and you do not notice that you are above the ground at all. Wow, like really? it's just got these walls on the side of it. Yeah, you just can't uh, see off the edge of it. I guess it's a tunnel, like going through a tunnel, it might, for all you know, be suspended over like a million foot deep chasm. But yeah, you might just be driving through a tube. You might be on the moon. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you could get there could be a teleporter in the middle of that tunnel that takes you to a tunnel on oh. the moon with an extra gravity generator, I guess. Yeah, I, like mm. a freeway nexus. Mm. Oh, that'd be awesome. They just decide to start, oh, man, like, you know, they're not making any more real estate, or are they? They could be <laughs> making some new real estate on the moon. Hell, maybe. Maybe the rise of the suburbs is actually the rise of the moon colonies, and we don't even know we because know. the yeah. entire ceiling of the moon colony just is a screen that just replicates a perfect idyllic summer sky. <laughs> is the rise of the suburb like one of the Transformers movie sequels? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, Rise of the Suburbans. They they just they all they all switch to being SUVs. And, I was gonna uh, say that's when they introduced this, that that one Autobot who was the entire city. Mm. Oh wow, Metroplex. That was his name, I think. Yeah, Suburbatron would be uh, <laughs> like harder to because yeah, you would true. His, he wouldn't like He'd you know just be like Legos. He yeah, you can imagine pick a guy's up all the houses and stack them into a. You can imagine a skyscraper that was like an arm. Yeah, you know, but like uh, this is right. just be a stack of soccer moms is his arm. <laughs> Interesting. Um, and this stack of soccer moms is my arm. Oh man, Jesus! Oh, what about oh, a transformer Jesus. that's actually just people and and just assembles into a blob of people like that, uh, like that recurring boss in the Castlevania games? Mm, yeah, what's that boss's name? 
Legion in some cases, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then in one case, it was something else, but I don't remember. Okay. What about a guy who transformed from flesh and blood to crackers and wine? (laughs) (laughs) Now you're just making things up. Do you guys want to answer some Kingdom of Loathing video game podcast questions sure. sent in by Kingdom of Loathing video game podcast listeners oh, like you? Oh, in that case, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Oh, <laughs> Riff, you, you heard it here. You heard it here. Just many, many rows. times. Yeah. Uh, Ghetto Flower says, what the password? Where's the code? Boy, wouldn't you like to know? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm super glad that one of the first ones to fall was the, the crypto one because I was worried. Oh, yeah? Was oh, it? Really? Yeah. Because yeah, it's, it's it is straightforward to get the pieces, and it's just a matter of getting enough of them, which is. I bad. wondered how long it would be before anyone figured out. Is there any reason to use that thing in the state that you have nope. to use it in to get the crypto? Yeah, that's why it is very surprising to me. That's why that I any... put it there because I was like, maybe it will take a long time for people to find this. Yeah, and I very much expected it to be a while. Yeah, uh, but then it wasn't. Nope. That is. So I would have categorized that as one of the most obscure ones. It yeah. is. It Which, is definitely one of the hardest once it is found. It, well, it's just a bunch of work. It's not. It's not necessarily. It's like none of them are like technically all that hard. It's like it's. It's just figuring. Well, okay, that's not true. There's there's one that's there's one that's probably a little trickier, <laughs> but people just haven't even like begun to explore those particular situations or whatever yeah i don't know which one you're thinking of that's tricky is it one of the ones that i designed no it's i suggested it sort of it was, oh, it was oh. the combination of the two of us coming up with something okay yeah that All one right. might I, take a long time yeah well i mean especially if it's the one i'm thinking about i actually forgot to make it work on live until the item of the month had been out for like a day mm. oh yeah um but that probably won't matter yeah probably no one would have would have yeah. found it anyway so yeah yeah, uh, you're right. So that one's de- and that's weird because that's not even one of the super good drinks. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's just sort of in the middle, like uh, right. But I mean, it kind of goes to show that we never really have any solid idea of how long it is going to take to solve and or find things right. when we put them places. It was um, the the sort of global mind shift between like just assuming that they were all because everyone found swordfish immediately like that's not even a spoiler because like, everybody just tried that right away or whatever well sure yeah that which, was why which, i suggested which is great because it was but then i knew everything yeah, it also everybody sets the expectation that yeah. the other passwords were just things that you could guess yep. as opposed to and things that, that you had to discover in the world or discover disparate fragments of in the world in i mean well, i the basically fact that they, just the, said like it set up this expectation that they'd all be the same for each clan too and not that they would have to right mm. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, we, the, we we saw the rise of the puzzle mercenaries in trade yep. already, which is <laughs> a thing that I was very much hoping would happen. Like, yep. hey, we'll, we'll help with your password for, I mean, even just for like a pat on the back yep. and add a boy. Probably not. <laughs> I don't think, addition uh, to I don't your think... whitelist so that I can totally. Uh, yeah, so I can loot your stash. <laughs> yeah. your pool table. <laughs> oh, sorry, we're not going to do anything about that. That's a social problem that we deliberately created. <laughs> See you later, fuckers. <clears throat> That's what I say to we, clans. We made it so that it is theoretically possible for a single person clan to get all the passwords eventually, right? That is true. Yeah. Some of them would take a really a long, time. long time. Yeah. 
So, um, but for those, we made those ones that are, it'll also like, if you really want them, you can always just like duck into another clan and grab them. Like, it's not a thing you're going to have to do all the time. Right. Um, Yes. Yeah. The Nuge says lots of cool stuff coming around recently. A couple questions. Question the first. Do you think the puzzles to unlock drinks at the speakeasy give a disadvantage to smaller clans? Yeah. A little bit. Um, but, but not, not a not a lot. Not a tremendous disadvantage. And also there's just no way around it. I mean, because because we don't want to put artificial limits on the sizes of clans and because it is just straight up impossible to balance a thing for a group of one person and right. a group of 4000 people. We just have to kind of on the flip you know, side, though, the daily password guest limitations put some kind of limitation on the larger clans. Yeah, it's not like you can just brute force it. Like we made sure that we made sure that that wasn't ever going to be a thing. Well, and also uh, there if a bunch of people just messing around will use up all your guesses for the day. Whereas in the small clan, it's a lot easier to be sort of more judicious with stuff. And like people aren't going to necessarily just randomly be trying stuff if they know it's a limited resource, you know? Uh, question the second. What was the reasoning behind the decision to go with puzzle unlocks for the speakeasy rather than item unlocks like the hot dog stand? Same with meat versus items for purchasing the consumables. Um, I So I liked the idea of the hot dog stand being a thing that you had to sort of fuel uh, collectively. But I think in practice, it just kind of ends up being a pain in the ass. And so I just thought, well, let's just try something simpler. Mm-hmm. Like also once different too. Right? Yeah. Like, once, once the things are unlocked, I mean, th- this is just an opportunity, you know, we also like, we limited it such that you can't just drink your fill of these things. Right. In, in a way a day. that you, you can, you can eat as many hot dogs. Yeah. Like once, once the hot dog stand is fully stocked, like you could just live on hot dogs, which I mean, though that has verisimilitude. Ad- admirable goal. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's just, you know, we, we just wanted this one to be different. And also, I mean, to be honest, that the actual implementation of the stand itself in this case was way easier because it didn't have to have all these extra systems put into place. And then it, you know, you, you're, you just can't have this with meat from Hanks. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, whereas hmm. yeah, that right. other stuff, like letting you stock it from Hanks was like, that's just a thing that people want. And yeah. I don't remember if we've actually given them the ability to do that or not. I, I think I might have asked CD Moyer to do it, but I don't remember if I really did or if I just had a dream about asking him to mm. do it. Spoilers. I had a dream. I had a dream that I was trying to make a, uh, I was trying to make a, a KOL game in unity and I, approached Jake at work and I said, Jake, I'm going to ask you like the dumbest baby unity question, but how do I do this thing? Like, I know that I can like put this bush in a scene, but how do I take this just Sprite and turn it into a solid object that is the size of the Sprite? And he was like, I don't know. That's really easy. And he just said, here, I'll show you. And he clicked on it. And then there was just a drop down that said real question mark. And it was <laughs> defaulted to no. And you, all you have to do is change it to yes. And that's just how it works. And you're like, oh, okay, thanks, Jake. I don't know why. I don't know why it didn't occur to me to try that. Um, oh, that you should write that up as a feature request. This is pretty good. <laughs> wow. That is that is an oddly specific dream. Yeah. Well, because I mean, that's like. That is a question that I want to ask one of those guys about, like, is there an easy way to just turn a sprite into, Mm -hmm. I mean, not even like a physics object, but just a thing that, That, you know, you can't clip through. Yeah, a no Uh, clip thing. And I I mean, it is just a no clipping. 
Yeah, well, I don't. I mean, the the problem is like you know, the, a sprite has to be a texture, and then when you get that into Unity, it's like on a sphere for some fucking reason, and so like it's a, I <laughs> well, don't because you haven't applied it to an object, right? Right. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I don't know if there is an easy path from a you know a GIF that I've drawn to an object that is shaped like that, as opposed to like having to like load that thing in Maya and build you know, Maya or Blender or whatever, and like build a 3D model that it acts as the texture on. I don't think Maya would appreciate you opening an object inside That's her. That's probably not. Hey, hold this bush. <laughs> I can't. It's not real. Oh, well, hold on. Let me check click. the box. Click. Right click. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so that, that was that was my video game dream. Uh, it was a video game dev dream. You have You have more interesting dreams than most people. I think it is. I think you get an exemption from the rule uh, where you're not supposed to talk about your dreams because your dreams are funny and or I, interesting. I don't even think that's a real rule. Oh, I just it is think that's. Totally I think a that's a rule that everybody says is a no, rule. No, because most people talk about their dreams and it is boring as shit. Yeah, people. I think the rule is more like people are not very well aware of when a dream may is, or may not be interesting to tell somebody. Interesting about. to somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I do have a lot of dreams that. I mean, sometimes because I, I I usually keep like a dream journal thing, right? If I Do remember you? a dream when I wake up, I'll just go type it into this text file that huh. I've had going for fifteen, twenty years. Hmm. Um, wow, some some psychoanalyst has, is going to be like, except it never. I never remember dreams anymore. It's weird, so yeah. it doesn't. It just doesn't really happen. You say that, and you often. just remembered one. Sure, yeah, but. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, and I do. You, I, and you have like, now jokes. I sometimes do you remember like, jokes that you come up with in your dreams, right? That's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, I, I I posted that joke to Twitter that I came up with during dinner. Uh, yeah, dinner that was, was good. like a dream where I was like, I can't go to my bagel shop anymore because they changed the locks. Yeah. Oh. Uh, and that the implications <laughs> that I've been breaking into it, and then now that, <laughs> or that you know, and I had stolen a copy of the key or whatever. I, yeah. So then I'm thinking, so you could follow it up that uh, I can't go to my bagel shop anymore because they changed the locks. And also got a restraining order. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's why the hot dog stand works that way. <laughs> Question the third: Is there a reason that the little businessman kid only works on certain cryptocurrency cryptocurrencies uh, like hobo nickels and sand dollars? Yet mayflies work with most slash all of them. Well, it isn't funny to add things to the little businessman kit the way yeah, that it is funny forget. to add things to the mayflies. I mean, we don't forget. I often just don't want it to be that easy. Hmm. What is, right? How does because the little businessman kit work again? It is I one of the forgotten. things that you get from the pen pal, right? Oh. So I I don't feel a responsibility <clears throat> to make that stronger. one of 30 items that come out of the pen pal kit as good as an entire item of the month. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? I mean, it's the same reason that like there isn't like a version of the Loathing Legion knife that gives you an extra one of every currency. And also the Mayflies are like a limited resource in a weird way that I don't remember how it works anymore. It's got some weird fucking formula that... 30 uh, times a day, I think you can use it. Yeah, but it's not... But it has like an efficacy curve. It's swarm size increases with use. Yeah, no, I know. But I think it starts small and gets big and then gets small again. I don't remember... Yeah, no, it's a fucking mess. Oh, it's God, a mess. It was, it was a bad idea. Man, we, uh, we, we fucked that pooch. Yeah, eight ways to Sunday, that pooch got fucked. Um, Awful hot day. Um, it was. It was It was the first of May. The, the pooch fucking starts today. That's... Is that like, like summer's pooch fucking season? Hmm? Huh, all right, it's good to know.
And lastly, a comment, uh, continues the Nuge. You guys have no idea how many times I've been asked about that damn crossbow. No idea. Hugs and kisses, the Nuge. Yeah, that's good. Uh, let's see. I'm just trying to get through all these uh, speakeasy questions first. I guess there really aren't uh, that many. F says, you doing anything American for the 4th of July? I'll be driving down the East Coast during a hurricane, so wish me luck. Well, good luck, F. Yeah, I feel bad I'm gonna for be... the hurricane people. I'm going to be driving up into the mountains where there's no hurricanes. Gosh. Is it, oh, is it just you going up there, or are you going with yes. your, your lady friend? No, it's just me. Uh, you know, she, she's going to feel even more awkward than I would if she went to this thing, because she would know no one there. Really? Yeah. She makes instant friends, though. Yeah, but not with old people. <laughs> They're our age. <laughs> I know, when we're old as shit. She's friends with us. I think. My 20th high school reunion is coming up in a couple days. Jesus. <clears throat> also, I got my suit dry cleaned, and then it was like, no, nobody's wearing a suit. I'm like, oh, well, cool. I guess I'm just showing up in a mankini. <laughs> I'm just going to show up in a daikini. Uh, this is my, uh, <clears throat> I'm just inside Val Kilmer from Willow. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm Okay. All right. So I'm operating Val Kilmer from Willow like that little guy who operated Lurch in Men in Black. Right? So I'm just like, this is good. I showed up in a daikini. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm in a dashiki. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. I don't, I don't really care about the 4th of July. Yeah. Like, it strikes me as like the worst day of the year to try to drive or park anywhere. <laughs> And, like, what I've really been enjoying lately is being in cities on the 4th of July so that you can just go up to the roof and look at various fireworks displays at various distances. Yeah, that used to be, like, when I was a kid, that was exciting about 4th of July because it was the, the night of the year when you got to see fireworks. But then I lived in Pittsburgh, like, directly across the river from the stadium for a while. Mm. And I could look out my window and see fireworks every weekend of the year sure it would be like if you lived <laughs> so, if you lived across the street from disneyland like, yeah uh, it's just uh so it's just not like, very every night you anymore. see the best fireworks m all the money can buy so uh yeah although it would have been cool to be at that san diego display where they accidentally fucked up and set off all the fireworks at once it's like a 15 Jesus. minute show but they all went off at once that sounds wow. so great yeah mm. What I like about fireworks more than the fireworks themselves is how whenever the there is a firework, the smoke from the previous firework is illuminated. Mm -hmm. And so you just get to see all these just sort of weird <clears throat> real life particle effects. I mean, you're, the fireworks themselves are also part. a little a bit of particle effect. Particle, particle effects. Yeah. I don't know Girl what that's all about. They're good. They're fun. Shinies. <laughs> Okay. Uh, well, let's answer some uh, real old-ass questions. Okay. Um, Adida says, I feel like the in-game clan forums would be a lot more hospitable if there was a quick reply box at the bottom of a forum thread. Did we do that, or did I just think I should do that, and then didn't do that? I don't know. We also somebody, need a search or yeah, something. Yeah, somebody was there. asking for a search just today. So. Yeah, CD Moyer should spend some time on the clan forums. Oh, I guess I should also mention uh, that I went to the data center today mm. uh, for the first time in a while. I didn't added, see anything ever catch on fire. Did it not catch on fire? No, I guess there wasn't. So the only thing that the only actual downtime that there was was uh, for th there was like a 10 minute period where donations wouldn't automatically get processed correctly. So worst case scenario is whoever donated in that 10 minute period, which there were there were a handful of people, uh, their donations will have to be <clears> processed <throat> manually. But it was no worse than if they just hadn't clicked the redirect. Right. 
um, because so you added are, a web server and a new proxy? added a web server and a and a backup proxy um, okay. and also hooked two firewalls together so that they are clustered. What the hell does um, that even mean? Well, what it means is that if one firewall? of the so we had two we had a firewall that was in place. I don't even know what a firewall is, guys. It's yeah. a little box that says Juniper on it, and I hope that saying that name yeah, wow, reveals some get, security exploit. I was just about to say, um, <laughs> shit. Um, but it so we had a spare in the rack, but it was such that if the first one failed, which you know. This is just one of these things where it's like, well, we can buy a $4,000 firewall or we can buy a $40 firewall and probably have to buy another one in a couple years. Okay. Um, and so I just got a second one. Is this literally stopping fires from happening? I think it is. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that's yeah. worth it. That sounds like it's worth it. Yeah. So if anything catches on fire between the dev server and what is now, I guess, uh, uh, the first proxy server. Um, It'll put it they, out. They will stop it. So anyway, now they are set up to where if one of them fails, the other one will just automatically start operating. Okay. Um, as opposed to having to, you know, pay some guy at the data center a hundred dollars an hour to go move a cable here's, from one port to another. Here's a question: Isn't there? Wasn't there a box in the rack that we installed and didn't do anything with? Yeah, it's that's what dev is gonna move to eventually. <laughs> We just okay. have, I mean, I just haven't, I, like, I don't like fucking with stuff. And so, well, sure. I mean, yeah, if, no, if, you're it right, it's if, it, if it works, don't fuck with it, I guess. Sure. And I mean, you know, if it worst fucks, case scenario, it. it'll be like when the database <laughs> servers crash and we had those database servers that we had put in the rack, but hadn't done anything with yet because sure. we were dreading doing the transition. Like if dev, you know, if a hard drive crashes in dev or whatever, then, oh, I guess we better do this now. Otherwise yeah. there won't be a rollover. I mean, but that's. That machine is a lot of different things. Yeah, but it's all backed up. I mean, it would be it would be minutes. Oh, would to, it? Oh, okay. To transition, if if it had to be minutes, right? That's the thing. It will be hours if we do it really carefully. But if we wait till it's an emergency, it will be minutes, <laughs> and it will be fucking fine. That, that's the terrible secret of all of this oh, stuff that <laughs> that people who are paid by the hour don't want you to know about. <laughs> It's like, um, you, yeah, okay, fine. So, I mean, I like it's it's going to be fine, right? Dev and forums are just fucking chugging a lot. Like those are original like those are the original hardware. Those things have mm. been on for 10 years. Um wow. You know, they're just there. Like you can see in that picture, those are the two machines at the bottom that look old. <laughs> <laughs> um, they've got canes and Yeah. <laughs> false teeth. They've got they've got bays for full-sized hard drives in them. What? <laughs> of, I know. Uh, all and of the new. You things. don't mean you don't mean full size hard drive because that is larger than one U. So. Well, not like five and a quarter inch. Not like not like the f- not, hard not, drives that w- used to take up two five and a quarter inch drive bays and cost four thousand dollars for no uh, that, for like twelve full, megs. Full size. That's what a full size slot is, though. No, I mean so a regular ass hard drive, like the hard drives <laughs> that we had when we were in college, as opposed to laptop hard. laptop profile. I see. hard okay. drives, right? Yeah. You know, or yeah. or like fucking credit card sized SSD drives, yeah. which, you know, like, well, whatever. Or um, or uh, sorcery filled envelopes. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it's serious. It's got to just be some kind of crystal, yeah. right? Like it's, it's just sort of like quasi dimensional thought matrix. <laughs> um, that's where your characters live now. <laughs> <laughs> I had an idea for a science fiction story once where uh, these giant uh, 
just these giant featureless gray cubes start appearing everywhere. And it is because in some dimension one over from ours, they had figured out how to do some massive data storage technology by offloading all of the actual physical storage space into another dimension. (laughs) And it just happened to be ours. And so stuff just keeps getting replaced with these big memory banks. That sounds like a great great story. Zach, you should write that down. I did. I just wrote it down on a podcast. Uh, now, okay, thing. one of you guys, one of you writers, get get on it. I, the thing is, what happens? I, don't, I guess we all fucking die when they build a real big one and it replaces <laughs> the entire Earth. Right. I mean, you know, I guess we have to figure out how to start hiding messages in their, <laughs> yeah. in their data. They have to decode yeah. their data and, and change it so that some porn gif that some guy <laughs> saved is replaced with, please stop doing yeah, that. Yeah, stop doing that. And it's like, <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> Mom? God? <laughs> what? There's I saw something that like drifted to towards the top of Reddit that was just it was just a like a black gif with white text on it that was like we're we're trying a weird trick. We don't know how this message will get to you, but if you see this, you've been in a coma for 40 years. <laughs> like, like what? Anyway. I don't understand that exactly. The idea is that like, it, it is phrased in a way that makes it more interesting mm-hmm. and less less incomprehensible than that. But it's like basically like the implication is that you are in a in a dream state, like your entire life is not real. It's just oh, a fugue shit. that you're in in a coma and you see this thing. And it's like, we don't know what f- we don't know what this will look like to oh, you. But fuck. if you can see it, mm-hmm. we're we've figured out how to communicate with you. Yeah. Oh, that's that's it was, it was, creepy it was like a, and brilliant. It was creepy, yeah, it was yeah a smart, spooky good. thing. There um, is a not dissimilar bit in one of the uh, novelizations for Red Dwarf, where Lister is stuck in the the better than life um, virtual reality pl- software, I guess, where you don't know that you're playing this game, and they have to send him messages to try and let him know that he's stuck in there by using a soldering iron on his arm to spell out "you equals better than life." <laughs> So that when when he feels the pain in the dream world and like applies cold cream to make himself feel better, it spells this out on his own. <laughs> mm. That's one that Red Dwarf is a weird blind spot. It's good. It's 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 um I mean there are there It seems are, a little inaccessible to me. It, there are funnier British comedies, but the 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 thing that interests me about it is that the plot of any given episode is basically the plot of the craziest Star Trek episode you've ever seen, because they just do wild, weird right, I mean, it's time just sort of like, stuffs and dimensions. It's just jumps monster and of the week every every day or every episode. Yeah, is there a continuity really? I mean, because it just seems yeah, like it more seems more or less, but it's it's a sitcom, so it's more or less gets back to status quo. Doesn't and then, it have a laugh track? So, yeah, it does. Yeah, that's that's, I, the that's a big part. That's of why, the real problem. Yeah, yeah. It, it would be a lot better without a laugh track. And it's not that it would be better, like if you just removed the laugh track. It's that there would be twice as much show per show if there were a laugh, if there weren't a laugh track, right? Mm-hmm. Because there wouldn't just be these big spaces to make sure that the audience knows they're supposed to laugh. That seems like such a weird decision for a, like a, basically a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy style thing, which is only read by nerds, mm-hmm. right? So, I mean, I guess maybe it wasn't a show for nerds. You know, maybe it was yeah, like a science fiction comedy that was not supposed to just be for nerds. Or, you know, maybe it never occurred to somebody in the 80s that because it was from the 80s, right? 
think so, yeah. That you could do a sitcom without a laugh track. Yeah, 80s and 90s. Like they actually just just recently went back and did a new season of it, like, like they ten, went back in 10 time years after the fact or something. But Anyway. Yep. It sounds funny. When I hear stuff from it, it sounds funny. Mm-hmm. At, but yeah, I, at, like when I have tried to watch an episode of it, it's just like, oh, God, I can't do this. Like just reading a script you might like the books the because i mean you you like reading a hitchhiker's guide so you might like reading a red dwarf because it's not like just a transcribed novelization of the episodes it's the guys that wrote the episodes just taking, also writing take, yeah books. taking those plots and writing the books and so you get like more details that didn't fit into the episode and stuff i feel like i would feel guilty for reading those in the in a way that even like in high school when I would occasionally buy for like 10 cents, uh, like a Star Trek, the next generation novel and read it in one day on the bus or whatever, mm-hmm. I'd be like, man, I shouldn't have done that. Like, I like, shouldn't be doing this. Like I should be reading sugar for your brain yeah, kind of thing. Sort of. Yeah. I mean, I just, like yeah, it's just, yeah, it's just, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's just not right. I mean, it's good because these characters are good. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's just like, yeah, but yeah, it's just, it's just, I don't know. Candy. Which is fine, you know. I do like can't. I mean, I'm in the middle of reading the fucking Back to the Future novelization, which is <laughs> you get a which is not as weird as uh, so far. I'm like halfway through it. Uh, it's weird that it's you would weird. read that on this day of all days. <laughs> it is weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I also got to introduce uh, the house to mouth sounds. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. shit. <laughs> so, oh man, and then for an entire night, I was like, kept springing. Wondering whether you needed a credit card to ride a specific train or not uh, an alarming number of times without anybody figuring out that it was coming. <laughs> it's like, oh, they extended the light rail out here. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. And then you get them to talk about the light rail for a couple sentences. So I, I wonder if you need a credit card to ride that train. Like, oh, God damn it. Is that why you said that in the first place? We were trying to have an actual grown up real fucking conversation with you, you prick. That's a pretty good game. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it really is. (laughs) Boy. You uh, you got a chance to go see uh, the Pretentious Artists Camp, Dream Tree Camp thing. Yeah, I I did. I watched their little uh, promo local news video thing about that. That Yeah, it's cool. It's It's an impressive thing. It's only up for another month i guess until the end of this month but there it's you know they've sort of made it portable and they are shopping it around hmm. that's awesome other places yeah like and uh yeah so pretty cool yeah stick it in i don't mean if well um probably a grade school couldn't pay them enough to make it worth the time but well maybe. the library didn't pay them enough to make it worth the time yeah. if <laughs> get right down to it but they're um, artists so they they like yeah, they're supposed to be. Yeah, it is important. It is important for them to be poor to us as a society, apparently. But I don't know. I mean, he was talking about how basically like this has gotten them more press attention than everything else they've ever done combined. Hmm. Like that just that. And I, I mean, that's sort of the deal, right? That's like one of the that's one of the ways to like do what you would maybe consider selling out when you're 17 and an asshole. But one of the ways to turn being an artist into making a living is to get sort of recognized as someone who can do sort of accessible municipal art stuff. And then, you know, because there's tax money that gets spent on that, which is great. Yeah, it is. Um, so yeah, that, that's pretty cool. 
Red Minjo says, how can you stand living in the desert that is Southwest America? I know at least one place to live that is so superior, it's almost eerie. You hear on what I'm saying? I'm talking about Michigan. Uh, but no, seriously, how do you deal with being in such a dry place as Arizona? I deal with it by mostly being in San Francisco these days. <laughs> I deal with it by not leaving the house. Yeah. yeah, air conditioning is what made living in Phoenix possible, really, for most yeah. people. Um, yep. I'm su- I suspect that when we go to... Uh, portland retro gaming expo in october i am probably not going to want to leave portland but you're, we'll see your what chair Riff, are you oh, taking yeah. your chair <laughs> are you taking your chair and your mountain of uh amazon boxes, amazon boxes? we'll see well <laughs> you could live you, on your own private mountain if you need uh if you need a kick in the ass it makes it makes very little sense these days to maintain this office for just one dude. <laughs> so we could we could talk it over. Yeah. I could I could throw you to Portland. <laughs> I can probably actually physically throw you to Portland. Yeah. Um, if, if assuming it happens, it wouldn't be until next year sure. anyway. So you could uh, you could maybe uh, you and uh, Scary Murderfield could be could be, be BFFs. Could be BFFs. Yeah. 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 You could Cthulhu all day long. I actually really <laughs> liked <Ugh>. living. <laughs> I really liked living in the desert. It was great. Really? Yeah. Why? yeah. Why? What do you like about the desert? I, the sun, like the near constant sunlight is awesome. Yeah. Uh, the fact Kevin's, that it is. I mean, Hot Stuff's mood increased dramatically. Increased. He just had more mood. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was super <clears throat> mood. Uh, no, but like I got way more exercise there uh, just because I was, I was always able to bike to and from work and like – you really do get used to the heat if you are out in it enough. Yep. Like it's, it's, it's not so it's bad. It's cliche to say it, but you really do get used to it. It is that like it is a dry heat, so it is not as bad as the like the South is. Like Florida was really oppressive and and like unpleasant the the time I was there in the summer, but it's not like it can get to 120 degrees in Arizona. And as long as you have like just even a little bit of like breeze on you, you're fine. So. Yeah, it's not so bad. It's yeah. not yeah. so bad. A little bit of breeze and you don't immediately realize that your brain is cooking until it's too late. <laughs> well, you got to keep moving. On a, it's, <laughs> yeah. much, it's much nicer on a bicycle because sweating works even, mm-hmm. even better okay. than usually. If you're just I, standing there, yeah, then I could, yes. I could see like, that, I guess. But, um, getting inside, getting into a car in the summer awesome. in Arizona is the worst. Thing. It is not. It is great. It is like <laughs> it is like having a sauna with a really really comfortable chair. <laughs> like getting into getting into a car when it is like 150 degrees inside the car is one of my like most intensely appreciated simple pleasures. Oh, yeah, I know that everyone like disagrees with me. A simple breakfast because you can just crack a raw egg on a plate and take it in there. With <laughs> yeah. <you. laughs> Oh, I just keep some eggs in my pocket all the time. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So you and everyone else are just wrong about that. Although I do, I do understand that you maybe don't want to get a blistering burn <clears throat> when you reach over for the seatbelt, mm, right? Mm-hmm. You know, which is a thing that totally happens. <laughs> um, but you just learn to grab it by the plastic parts, and then it's fine. Jenny used to keep uh, potholders in her car for driving with for like the first first 30 seconds nice like a sauna is made entirely of wood so that you don't burn yourself on shit and like if if the interior uh, of a car was also made entirely of wood it would probably not be as big a deal it'd be like a shitty just entirely catch on fire (laughs) (laughs) eventually you're driving around charcoal it's but i mean you don't 
it's plastic and leather, right? But I mean, leather leather hurts. No, it doesn't. Oh my god, it's super it's super hot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, King Bobson says. Well, he said in February, uh, the new Palindome Unlock Quest is really, really, really great. The writing is fantastic. The entire thing is mechanically interesting. However, I'm not complaining when I'm saying this, mind, because I love this quest enough that I'll stop stabbing my own dick for the time it takes to enjoy it. But this new path is still slower than the pirates. Was this intentional? Given all the optimizations available, it feels like it's not, but I'd like to hear what you think on the matter. I mean, you've been hearing a lot about what I think on the matter recently. One thing that I did, and I'm uh, I'm going to learn learn this right now. Uh, is I added tracking to, you'd think I would have known this. I could have, I could have gotten this information out, uh, before, but I, uh, actually just started tracking it so far. This is, it's uh, better to do have to do it now because the, in, any novelty is worn off. So people are just doing what they're doing. Yeah, know? that's true. And so about twice as many people do the pirates as do the Copperhead line has that has that borne out? I, I know you checked it once, like less than a day after. Have you- no, I was tra- I've been tracking it. Yeah, I mean, the, the, so like if I just so in the last three days, let's say, um, which were tracked the entire time, uh, yeah, two hundred and eleven. The average uh, relationship between those two values is two hundred and eleven point eight three percent. That's probably skewed slightly because by the fact that. The people that do the pirates are more concerned about speed. So, so they're, they're doing, doing it more, more often. Runs. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't, I, yeah, th- this is just number of times per day. Mm. But I'm honestly more okay with that than I expected to be. Like that data is more favorable towards what I kind of want mm. than, than, uh, than I was expecting it to be. Yeah. I mean, it was, it, it was clear to me that people were still doing the, the, Airship unlocked. Yeah, I mean the problem. The problem is that I don't want. I don't want to make the pirates longer. Just as a like, fuck you. You're gonna do it the way that I say you should. Ray, right? But I don't want to make the Copperhead line. It. So here's the problem. The the actual main problem. Like I I wouldn't mind making it so a completely optimized Copperhead route was faster than it is but it won't matter because you can't start it until level 11 and that i don't want to change because the story of that is you don't find out about these guys until you get the grail diary so here's a question could you do could we sprinkle around a couple of like preparatory things that you could do that once you got in there would speed things up I think it would be very, I mean, we basically do that. See, the thing is we do that because the Zeppelin crowd is a sort of complex optimization puzzle that takes into account lots of other stuff from other places in the game, like as opposed to just being like one thing that you have to do at once. So we do do that, right? Like anywhere that you can go get some extra sleaze damage is a way of speeding that up. Those are... It is still longer, even with all of those optimizations. Like there need to be more, I guess. It's barely longer with those optimizations. But that's the thing. Even it, that's uh, like that is that is a good approach to take. If what I decided that I was going to do was just say, all right, I'm going to make the pirates take longer. Or, you know, just make it make the pirates not drop the fucking talismans anymore. But I will listen to you and I will 
ask you what you liked about the pirates. If, if there is anything that you like about the pirates other than it's faster, which is a thing that I don't actually necessarily believe. It when is, people it tell is me. also that you get like, it is the, at this really sweet spot in terms of, I have finished all the quest content that I am currently accessible to me, but there is all this stuff that I can do. But I think that there is a tendency proceed. when people are evaluating the things that they've done to back solve reasons that they like those things. Hmm. When in fact, the reason that they like it is in the case of optimizers, that it is four turns faster. And in the case of everybody, that it's the thing they've always done. So when you point at any one reason why this other thing is like, you know, maybe this would be more fun. Like, nope, I don't want to change anything. But I think that if we actually just forced the Copperhead route to be the way that you did it and then said, what do you guys think would be some interesting ways to let you optimize this mm-hmm. other than just straight up cut turns off of it? Like make the crowd smaller or make it so you, uh, you know, make it so you can get the Grail Diary at level four. Like, because like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we focused with Spooky Raven on making that a bunch of parts of the level 11 quest that you could do much earlier during that revamp, but nobody is like, oh yeah, this is good in the same way that we say the pirates are good because you can do it early. All they care about is that it maybe takes three turns longer than the old Spooky Raven did because that's the actual criteria for getting mad in the first place. And then saying, yeah, but it like it, that knife just cuts in both directions, mm-hmm. they, but they cut, it cuts us in both directions, right? Like <laughs> right. if they say, this is the thing that we like about this and we say, well, but this other thing has it then no, nope, it's not the same. And I mean, it, it sounds like I'm being more disparaging than I am. It's just, it's just a, it, like, so many things I think are more, to a greater extent than I want them to be, they are just like public perception problems. Hmm. Because this is a game about manipulating, like games are about manipulating people's perceptions of a system in ways that are enjoyable, right? And so it shouldn't bother me and it shouldn't surprise me that part of that is being good at, like, I don't want that perception manipulation to be like a meta design thing, right? I just want it to be in the design, but... Hmm. Because we're constantly talking to people about all the decisions that we make, there is this extra layer that I don't want to deal with of, like, basically what amounts to just lying to people to get them to have more fun. Mm. And it's not lying, right? It's it's spin. It's framing. It's whatever. But, like, yeah, I don't know. You know, it's just, it's that fucking Blizzard rest experience thing. Yeah. Writ small a hundred times a year is, <laughs> is what happens here. And it's like, it's just like you, we did something that made you mad. So we decided to give it to you even harder in the ass, <laughs> but call it something different. And now you're happy. And that just, that feels like just them saying, all right, you want it, you got it. Like, here's your fucking improved system, and along with a couple middle fingers extended. And everybody was like, yay, we like this. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like the fucking boss in Fight Club who all he cares about is that everything is cornflower blue. Like, mm-hmm. all right, do you not? That's a satire, right? Like, that's not supposed to be how things work, right? It's not. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. 
Thanks for dredging that up all the way from February, <laughs> King Bobson. It's actually, you know, it's fucking fine. The thing to do is to just not shake that up because it's fine. People want to keep doing the pirates. You complain about the pirates. My answer is going to be, no, nope, just do the Copperhead Club. Pirates are not the way that quest works. So I'm not going to fix it. I don't care. I don't care about your stupid <laughs> complaints about how swingy it is. You know what's not swingy? Optimizing the Copperhead route. Hmm. So how important is it to you? Dick. That's what I'll say. <laughs> so you're talking about swinging, swingy dicks? Is I'm just saying? kidding, dick. Yeah. There's a, a, a speed ascender named Dick. Uh, Ashton says, could you please make some of the harmless specialty promo items into free pulls? Specifically, I'm thinking the two Kickstarter items. The hand of Mr. Cards is way outclassed by the lamp that never goes out, but would be nice to have and run for the jokes. Same with the Word Realms item. The problem there is that with that stuff, with things being free pulls, there is there just has to be a hard and fast rule if this confers any game advantage, it yeah. cannot be a free pull. Like, we just have to do it that way because you're right, it wouldn't be a big deal to make those things a free pull. But then, if this thing that gives you plus five strength, muscle, plus five muscle, what game is this? Uh, if this thing that gives you plus five muscle is a free pull, you know, this thing that gives you plus six muscle but doesn't do this other thing that this thing does, that should be a free pull too because it's equally as harmless. And then it just never ends. And if we just say, nope, no, nothing that is a free pull can have an auto sell value because we just don't want to mess with that. There is, there doesn't even need to be a fence around the law. It is just a fucking law <laughs> that we never make any exceptions to ever. Um, so sorry, you're right, but it just, it, it can't, you can't write a set of rules that gives you the reasonable thing that you are asking for that doesn't just cause a, I don't know. Inch mile? Just not even an inch mile, just a, just a rat's nest of, of, you know, consequences. Aksaka says, where does the time, where does the time twitching tower go when it's not in the kingdom? <clears throat> also, has the tower been continuously occupied since prehistoric times and only now shows one floor from each time period? Or does each floor open once in all of history and some monsters move in? No, each floor is, it occupies that time. The floors all come together here when the tower is available, right? It's, they're not actually, like the second story is not actually on top of the, the, it's not like there's going to be a speakeasy or whatever on top of a cave right now, right? When the, when the tower is in, in phase with us, there is a speakeasy and whatever else on top of this set of caves. But when it's not, there's just a cave in prehistory somewhere. And then there's a speakeasy somewhere in the twenties. Uh, so what we should do is have a zone somewhere that is just a regular kingdom of loathing zone. And then during the uh, time tower event, it disappears it just from wherever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now it's this part is of the modern. Tower. This is modern times. Yeah, and this is just this floor of the Twitch event is just uh, the misspelled cemetery and the funhouse. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> we're, just gonna, we're just gonna drink for the rest of the stream. Have fun, guys. Uh, that's a good question, Exaka. Roderick the Unmarried says, could you please help describe the types of behavior that are considered multi-abuse and those that are fair multi-use, specifically in regards to interactions between accounts? No. Um, I, I, rule four is a bit blurry. It's supposed to be blurry. If there are behaviors in the game that you don't wish to allow, could they be programmed out? Well, <laughs> no. Because that's not, how, some, like, that's not how that kind of stuff we works. Ship I mean, you we ship some LSD like, and, some, <laughs> and, a, and an audio tape <clears throat> to listen to. <laughs> 
Uh, thank you. I less than three, you guys. Um, I'm sorry that it's vague, but it, the thing is, if you are worried, if you are worried about whether a thing that you're doing is against the rules or not, you're probably fine because if you're worried about it, you're probably not going to do something that's against the rules. Or at the very least, you're not doing something that's so egregious that you won't get a warning about it instead of just having accounts disabled. Like, it's just be cool is more or less the rule, right? Like, don't, don't. If you are going to, if you are going to do, do bad stuff, make sure you're wearing sunglasses at the time. Uh, yeah. Rabbit Hunter says, have you seen the words people are guessing for the speakeasy? Which ones are your favorite? No, I haven't actually. You didn't, you didn't look at that spreadsheet. Oh no. Oh, you're saying, have you seen the words people? Oh, cause they just made a, I thought you were asking like, if we had looked at it. No, that would be bad because people are just sometimes putting in their own passwords. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> ah, 23 skidoo. Nice. A drink password, <laughs> a pound of relish and an anchovy. This is pretty good. Yeah, that's th- that list was pretty like giggle inducing because apple juice for half the price. Yep. Oh, asymmetric. Thanks, guys. Buffalo, 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 buffalo. <laughs> oh, man, we should have done. Uh. All right, I thought of another joke uh, where Mark Ruffalo is the only celebrity whose name can be said an arbitrary number of times in a row and still be syntactically correct. <laughs> it's a good week for jokes. Yeah. See, it's this dry <laughs> air. It's this dry. It's it's getting all the cobwebs out of my brain. I that uh, the cobwebs of moisture, the wet hydrocephalic cobwebs. Yeah. The kind the kindwebs of Hobros of Baffley. <laughs> Okay, wow. it's starting to it's starting to backfire. It's not, now it's just boiling. Now you're just a dried out husk. Um, Justin Smoke says, "I like that we can filter our familiars by their effects. Any chance we could get something similar for equipment, potions, etc.? Well, equipment you already sort of have that in the yeah, advanced the filtering options. Stuff, potions, yeah, ah, man, God. it's it Jesus. could so you could do one that was pretty effective, just." Without having to actually tag them all for what they do, right? Well, like, right, because you could just use this, a similar logic to the equipment. Yeah, now. but, but there's there would be a lot of, of exce- there'd be a lot of exception cases. Um, yeah, man. But I mean, it. You know, I. Mm, eh. If we did like a course one that would like we just were like this this is most of the stuff. Yeah, this is not going to be comprehensive because there are way too many weird things in this game to make something comprehensive in finite time. Yeah. But yeah, I mean it, the miscellaneous section would be pretty large. Yeah. The miscellaneous section already is pretty large. I gotta say that the that recent items thing was such a huge improvement. That's for yeah, play that, like it's, that it's sad that it took have, so long. Yeah, that just should have been a feature of the of the the UI for the whole time. Like yeah, say, you say that, but like it it really only mattered once we got to the point where there were too many items to really manage. And granted, that was probably like a year into the game, but sure, like it wasn't something that you would think of right away. You know? Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's good, and I like it, and I hope that other people like it too because it, it's you know, it, it, I think that it. A lot of people wanted that, but I think would not have been able to describe the actual specific feature. Hmm. Right? right. So it took, I mean, I think it was just like a radio question that prompted this exact instantiation of it. Hmm. You know, 
But it's like, it's just one of those things where it's, and I wish I could give credit to the person who sent that in. Cause it like, it was just, it's just like, oh, a naked like, Jew probably knows. fucking of course, of course that should be a thing. Jesus, what is wrong with us? It's like one of those moments. Uh, wow. And then Sam Squanch also, and this might've been the same guy. <laughs> could we get an option to filter potions, et cetera, by their effects like you can with equipment? Um, Jackie W says, when we'll be able to filter potions by their effects. Wow. This is one of those cases where, um, people actually, uh, did. There was a little question asking zeitgeist. You know what? Or, I think that means. or that's just somebody with her multis asking multiple times to, to give you. Oh yeah. That is that a bunch not of okay. Roderick, the unmarried. <laughs> I'm onto you. Uh, you know what that means is that there is some general awareness of the question submission form, which is it, there obviously is because we get questions all the time, whether I specifically ask for them or not. Usually when I ask for them, it's so that I can get some sp- sort of specific feedback about like a recent content dump or something. Right. Um, it's possible yeah, people it. are too busy trying to find passwords <clears throat> to submit questions yeah. the past couple of days. Gehem says, any hints on how turtle tamers are going to be uh, revamped slash changed? It's just getting simpler and less uh, less sort of costly to do less the things. Less fiddly? Yeah, yeah. There's very – you don't really have to do anything on purpose. You can do things on purpose to get more tamed turtles, but it's not – it's just – it's not goofy, you know? <laughs> Is like he a turtle? That explains he, a lot. yeah. Why he's married to a cow. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Savour Dose also asks if we can filter potions by their effects. Max Droom says, man, I am loving this speaky, uh, totally normal phone booth. I'm not terribly good <laughs> at puzzles, but I do love listening to other people solve them. That is reassuring to hear because this was a thing where we weren't sure hmm. whether it was going to really hit um, with people at large. Uh, Jehu's Dewey says, what are your thoughts on changing up the annual familiars a bit? I know uh, the idea of Type 69 was to free you from the legacy of old items of the month. Do you still feel obligated to make the annual familiars volley cons and fairy cons, respectively? Do you think you could branch out to different base functionality, a la free runs and or hipster fights? I think the new content is great, and I understand why the need for a spl- or I understand the need for a spleen familiar for new players. It's just that year four with the new style annual familiars, I'm kind of groaning at the prospect of another volley con. Every year, we're tempted to make them a different thing. So, it yeah, it'll happen. Huh. I mean, every year when it's like, what are these things going to do at base? Uh, and then nobody has a really good idea. So we just make them the same as the previous years. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess we could go and like, uh, we could come up with a set of six familiars that we cycle through. Rotated through. Yeah. Every three years. That That's not a bad idea, actually. Hmm. Um because, I mean, the thing is, we basically got to a point where a Volleycon wouldn't have even been worth one Mr. Accessory based on its power relative to other things, right? So, sure, it's it, – that was uh, that was part of why I – Folded was, everything in. Well, it was, it was a after-the-fact justification of folding that stuff into there. Mostly, I just wanted extra deadlines around the most stressful time of the year. <laughs> um you do love that. You do love it so much. Yeah, no, I'm so fucking happy for the last two weeks of every year. Uh, you just, you never see me in a better fucking mood than that period of two weeks. Yeah. Merry fucking Christmas, every <laughs> cunt. <laughs> you're, you're the one that's, that, that is, uh, I don't know what I was going to say, lit your own barge on fire <laughs> for this year. 
Yeah, no. I was like, ah, you know what? I got an idea for Crimbo that I want to do myself, and I also have an idea for the content familiar that I want to do myself. So you, it's cool. I'll just, I'll just handle it. Yeah, yep. I should start on that now. Yeah, you should. You really should. Um, I just hate working on stuff that's not going to get seen soon. <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> it's a. I know it's so fucking counterproductive. Because the thing is, it'll be time to roll it out, and I'll be like, ah, oh, this is something I made six months ago. It's fucking garbage. <laughs> This to be something. This is something I made this morning. It probably Actually, won't. It probably, it probably won't be, suck for a couple hours. It'll take less time if you wait until it's an emergency as well. <laughs> That's exactly true. The dark secret of yeah, game this development. is it's the dark secret of everything. Um, I mean, the the content familiar could just be another Twitch stream. <laughs> We're pretty good at those. <laughs> those don't take very long. <clears throat> Uh, Justina RMS says, hey, Jake and company, Monster Manual Factoids are by far one of my favorite additions to the game. They're hilarious, and I'm always delighted to find new ones. However, as I exhaustively research more and more creatures, I'm slowly heading towards a sad world where no factoids pop up. I know factoids can be looked up via the wiki and such to reread, but that's not as much fun as finding them naturally. Could you provide us with an option where factoids for exhaustively researched monsters still show up randomly? I would love that, and I doubt I'm the only one, considering the popularity of Monster Manual and his factoids. Yeah, a lot of people have asked for that. Hmm. You know, just a thing where, like, one out of every ten times you get a factoid. Oh, you don't think you could just turn on an option where it would just always give you one of the three? Where it would always do it? I think that would get... it. Even one factoid feels really noisy to me, and it huh. is because of... I don't know that I... You could... Here, here's, here's the thing. Because you would just be setting this with a variable anyway, you could just let people decide how often they come up, and then you could see how often people want it to come up. In <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and then take away their ability to choose, right, <laughs> after we've determined what they like. With the optimal. Yeah, the optimal really things. what we should do is we should we should start filtering the, like, K-mails that we show people based on whether they contain uh, right. mood signifying positive, positive or negative emotions and see what that does to their donation. <laughs> uh, mm, yeah. Um, did you see the other one that was much creepier that Facebook did? Yes. What was that? What, they analyzed what people typed into the submission box, but then deleted because they didn't want people to see it. Yeah, they Whoa. they ran analysis on things that people typed, but then decided not to post. Yep. Yeah. A, 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 I didn't know that they actually tracked that, like that they actually kept that on the server or whatever. And B, uh, like I can't even imagine. Like that just seems more like a morbid curiosity that a researcher had and they wanted to justify getting access to that data Well, somehow. yeah, I mean, I think the idea, like, what I read, the point of it was, was to try to figure out how to get people not to do that. How, like, well, to, yeah, to, to avoid like, their Like, figure out ways to avoid, yeah, like, figure out what kinds of things caused, like, the, them to sort of shed inhibitions about posting, which, oh God. Every time... Say, Every time I have written like a forum post and then decided yeah. not to post it, it was because you know what? This it was is, a bad this fucking is, idea. This is needlessly yeah. mean. Yeah. This is yeah. a bad idea. Like right, exactly. I, like the number I of self-censoring things. Yeah, like, like yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, honestly, using Facebook for actual evil <laughs> scientific research is. One of the least just on its face evil things that I think that Facebook does. Like if you're doing this to publish papers about the ways in which things affect other people's emotional well-being, then that's better than using that same data to try to make more money. But sure. But they're I mean, they're they're also trying to make more money with it eventually. Right. Like that's their long term goal out of all that. Is this is 
Yeah, this is another interesting uh, thing about a controversy. Golgothica says, what are your feelings on the boys-only Hearthstone tournament? Uh, it huh. appears they reversed the decision after a lot of petitioning and complaints, including from Blizzard, but part of the solution is open-for-all and women-only tournaments. Do you feel that that is reasonable, or does the existence of women-only tournaments have uncomfortable in- implications as well? I, uh, I think you know, it I think it just shifts the discrimination to a different place. I, it, yeah, like, I mean, male and separation of male and female tournaments in, in sports makes sense because... Men and women have different musculature. Yeah, different biology. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't apply in any way to a computer game. Well, but it, well, except I mean, that it we don't could. know that, right? right? Like that's the thing. Like yeah. the, so, I mean, why are all esports guys men? Like they just are. Riff. Like, like overwhelmingly men. And I'm is not that saying like I don't know guys, why. If, if 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 you played a video game with your penis, right? Like <laughs> I'm like you could say. Well, you clearly, mean like as player two or <laughs> no, like, like that was the interface split screen co-op. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, a penis no. interface. <laughs> do, no. Do you know what I mean? Like if, if there was something like, or if this, if the way to play this game was with your, with, was with your breasts or something, right? Like then you could clearly say that there well, was some okay. sort of that, this gender is differentiated. So, but the, you know, I don't think, I don't think that you have to get goofy like that. So here's the thing. My, my gut sense of this is that a man is more likely than a woman to ruin his life in order to get good at a video game right and i know this based on a lot of men that i've known and a lot of women that i've known and i don't have any data to back it up and that is actually what we need here i don't know if there is a real reason to gender segregate like starcraft tournaments mm-hmm. right but there are, i know there that are, i know that the answer women that i've heard about that have like just gotten sure. super addicted to wow but and- but i know that the answer is not this one girl I know and this one guy you know, the answer is not a feeling. The right. answer is not a sense of justice. The answer is data. So, you know. From Star it, Trek? Yeah. Weird. So the, I think the reason that they got themselves in trouble here is because they had they had a bunch of gender segregated tournaments. And then they had some that were only there on the male side and some that were only there on the female side. And it didn't make any fucking sense, but it allowed the headline, girls aren't allowed to play in this tournament. You know, the headline, boys aren't allowed to play tech and tag in this tournament would have been equally valid, but not as not as sensationalist in the current climate, right? And I mean, I, I kind of I'm sure like... that Blizzard was thrilled at the opportunity to say, hey, that's unacceptable. Now we've basically made ourselves look good by doing fucking nothing. <laughs> like... I feel like it it is totally reasonable for for people to just get in based on their qualifications, right? Like yeah, but I mean so we obviously live in a world where if we let men play in the WNBA, all of the winning WNBA teams would be all men. Right? That is almost certain. That's a good question. I mean, uh, I don't know enough about Men are NBA taller, say. right? Yeah. And if if height well, correlates with most, basketball, most like, men are t- like most men. Like there is okay, the average man is higher, taller than the average woman, but there are some tall women. Like there are some that good is, and female that players, right? Again, that doesn't matter. Even if there were a hundred or a thousand, we're talking about tens of thousands of people and averages across the population. Well, that's the thing. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the numbers would be. You know. It's, it it does seem likely that a lot of the sports players would be men if there were no gender gender segregation, but I don't know that for sure. I don't I don't pay enough attention to that kind of thing. 
Like it seems like it's very different to sort of just say, well, that just seems obvious and to actually look at the the data, right? But I, you know, I think that if you do look at the data, it bears out that taller people are better at basketball. Like taller, like if you take somebody and another person and one of them is two feet taller and they both spend their entire lives trying to be good at basketball, probably the tall guy on average is going to be better at basketball than the short guy. Well, sure, but that's a physical sport. And... Right. No, I, and that's it doesn't apply but, here. Right. But so are video games. If that's that's what I was trying to – I was taking well, it to an extreme, but like – So, okay, so here – How do, do, how do, do you, you figure? Well, okay. Because so you are interfacing with the computer with your Are button. there gender different – well, I don't – I'm just saying – You think men have stronger thumbs Are there gender – Men might have faster reflexes than women or vice versa. I don't know, right? Yeah. That could, I, that could be true. That could be true, but I think uh, – uh, but we, and again, but there's no point I don't, guessing that it's I true. don't know. Well, sure. I don't I I don't think that this makes any sense. I think it would have right. been A, this is in fucking Finland, so I have no idea what their cultural norms are. <laughs> that's, right? Yeah, like that's, th- that's another sort of weird, presumptuous thing about it. I yeah. like it's weird that there were, you know, what if the situation, and I don't know that this is true, but I know that it's possible and it wouldn't have gotten reported on. What if the situation was they set up applications for being in these tournaments and there were men's tournaments in all these video games and there were women's tournaments in all these video games and no women signed up for the Hearthstone tournament. So they didn't have a girl's Hearthstone tournament. Hmm. That's a thing that could happen and result in that. It's not like this. It seems like too weird of a decision to just say, like, only girls are allowed to play Tekken Tag and only guys are allowed to play Hearthstone in this thing. It seems like they would have. They would that would have been their immediate reply if that had been the case. Sure, though. but we don't know what they what they said is not going to get reported on. What they said was because not it was necessarily in, in English. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you know, it's people have a hair trigger for being shitty about things mm. and things that are actually shitty and things that are maybe shitty. You still have a hair trigger about being shitty about them if you have a oh, yeah. hair trigger about being shitty about things. So it's it gets tricky to judge. I do. I think that it is possible, and I think that don't have gender segregated tournaments and see if any women ever win a StarCraft tournament. That is the way to get some data about this. Yeah, I yeah. think it's possible. I, I agree that that's a, that's probably the best way to go. I, I think it's possible yeah, that assume there are that there's no difference until a difference is shown. But I mean, there are differences in spatial perception skills. Women regularly dominate 100 percent of Scrabble tournaments. Right, hmm. I was like aware of that. professional Scrabble that players better. are largely women, as I understand it. The, and the the person who wins the crossword tournament is often a guy. I'm trying to think about how that gender breakdown. I think it has almost always been a guy. I think there are very few women that have won the national crossword tournament that Will Shorts puts on. Hmm. I feel like I have only ever heard about female, like Scrabble pros. Yeah, I don't know anything about Scrabble. But I could be wrong. I mean, I, I you know, Actually. I could be wrong and that could just be that could just be anecdata, but you know, I like What about spelling I'm, bees? I feel like yeah, that, I don't know. That mm, yeah, seems know. to be pretty pretty gender neutral. So, I, it's could be wrong. it's possible that there are variations in the way that men and women approach processing the amount and type of data that you have to process. Right. On a on a sort of instinctual level to be good at StarCraft. And I don't like being good at Starcraft is like the least important thing in the world. <laughs> so it's not like I mean, it depends on what you're 
life goals sure. are, though. Because like, but there are the esports are just getting to the point where they are like a major thing, right? There's like what there's like a ten million dollar purse for the for Dota or whatever. Or I forget which game that is. Like even if even if it does turn out that that men have a perceptual advantage or whatever or a twitch response advantage for starcraft i mean like you said before the the solution is to have the the everyone league and the women's league not the men's league and the women's league you think i think so yeah i mean i guess in a in a like an affirmative action sort of justification way then yeah you know which uh, that's a thing that used to kind of rub me the wrong way, but it doesn't anymore. Well, because I feel but, like the the alternative is if you have the men's league, men only and women only, then a woman who is good enough to to play against the men is going to feel uh, is, is like gonna, a winner because she'll win the well, like, women's tournament. Like I mean, she's that's... not getting any kind of challenge anymore in the women's tournament. She might feel like she's unfairly destroying the women's tournament. Well, but, I, I, but I mean, she'll be played against the other best guessing, women, but... right? I mean, that's the yeah, man. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess there's also there's also sports with age bracket distinctions, and is that is that a problem, <laughs> right? Like, you know, my dad plays <sighs> in seniors golf tournaments now, and he kicks their asses because he's just he's still good, right? Like. Okay, like, yeah, I don't know. This is totally the wrong podcast. Well, uh, it's not. Oh, it's, it's not because it's video games. I, this is I like. I would rather have this conversation before I start drinking. <laughs> I think, but but also, I mean, it's you know, it was also sent. The question was sent into this podcast. I, I considered moving it over to the video games hot dog one, but whatever. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I I I feel like lately, I'm in danger of being bitten in the ass by my instinctive mistrust of outrage. Mm -hmm. Like anytime I see someone getting outraged about something, I immediately leap to the defense of the target of the outrage, even if they're complete fucking assholes. (laughs) And so it's like, I have to just not say that. Gosh, guys, I have no idea how much of Kevin's audio we just lost. I mean, Hot Stuff's audio we just lost. I have no idea how much of my audio we just lost editing Hot Stuff's real name out of the podcast because <laughs> it's a secret. Why is everything always all fucked up all the fucking time? Uh, because we're, we're doing things man was not meant to do. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. We're we casting pods man cast was pod. not meant to. Yeah. Well, not to cast from two disparate cities, I think. That's the anyway. That's the uh, I hope that we didn't lose too much of that KOL show. But uh, if we did, uh, you can comfort yourself in the loving arms of the video games hot dog that we're about to record. Aw, have a good uh, have a good night, everybody. Keep uh, keep speaking that easy. Have easy. a have a great week, everybody. Good luck with the passwords.